I like working for this place. You know, they, they, they let you go. They, they like a good story, you know, and I like going out and finding oddball stories. That was San Francisco Chronicle reporter Kevin Fagan. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Welcome to episode 13, part one. In his nearly 40-year career as a journalist, Kevin has primarily covered poverty, homelessness, and disasters. In today's episode, Kevin will talk about covering the wine country wildfires in 2017, as well as a murder scene in the city. Check back next Tuesday for part two. Here's Kevin. One thing that that I've really enjoyed covering is disasters, and, and I do two things in disasters. I'm either the you know, one of the main writers here in the newsroom that takes feeds from a dozen people because I know what it's like out there in the field, so I know what to expect and I know how to shape the story, which is what we call rewrite. And then you make your own calls, do your own research and stuff, but essentially you're sitting in the office. It's more interesting to be out. And so, like on the wine country fires, uh, that was a ripping fire. Uh, there's, unfortunately, it's kind of like being a junkie um, unless there's a lot of disaster going on it's um less compelling to a guy like me and i'll still put in 100 percent on any story i get put on but that one had fire everywhere and yeah more it's got different elements that i can find different uh as opposed to smaller things yeah i don't mean to sound like a dick or cynical it's yeah it's uh you know you've seen a lot of stuff and you know i've been burned over uh that malibu once the fire jumped over and covered me and the photographer and we ran and actually i was covering a brush fire out in the central valley once and the photographer this is at a different paper uh had was a little clueless he hit a flaming telephone pole and the truck went airborne and uh uh, landed on uh, in a ditch, and all four tires exploded, and the thing went up in the air. And uh, I still covered the story. <laughs> I mean, you never don't cover the story. Uh, but the up in Sonoma, it was uh, that was interesting. I was, yeah, uh, you, you know, there's always some new thing. Uh, and so I was up at this one house in Sonoma, just outside the town of Sonoma, and the fire was ripping really good through the ridges. And this photographer I was with, and I uh, uh, saw where the flames were coming down. So we thought, all right, we'll go uh, find a fire crew. We'll uh, dig in at a house to see what happens, see where it goes and how it's coming. So we get over to this one house that has a stone wall on it. And uh, there's a Cal Fire crew there, uh, and they kind of move things around on the porch. The house, everything's been evacuated. So they move things around on the, 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 the deck uh, to make sure that they don't catch fire in the direction of the, of the flames. Uh, and then they leave. And the photographer, Peter, and I uh, were waiting for the fire to come down, and it's coming closer, closer, closer. He's got a Nomex suit on. I don't. Uh, I have a, 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 a face mask. Uh, and suddenly I realize... Um, waiting for the fire to come envelop us was a little weird. <laughs> and, and he looks at me and says, 
You know, if the fire comes to that stone wall over there, we'll just crouch down at the end of that thing. It'll pass over. I thought, well, it's a little too late to do anything else, so that's where we're going. <laughs> Well, the fire came. It, it cut like like most fires do, um, depending on where you're at. It cut direction, and it cut just over to the side of us. And so we didn't have to crouch by the wall, but we got real close to the flames, which is good because you want to see the stuff happening. You want to be in it. You don't want to be remote control covering something from, you know, a mile away. That's why, yeah, one of your, one of your tricks that you have to learn is how to get around fire lines. So on that one, you know, they didn't particularly want us there, the, the officials. But once you're past the fire line, you can kind of roam. You just try not to be stupid. And that was probably a little stupid. But stupid can be useful sometimes because you get stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, sure, photos and 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 what was good about that one is we uh, went back to that house a little while later, and I got a story about a guy rescuing his cat. You know, people love cat stories. You know, usually their cat story is a fried thing with the little blackened legs sticking up to the sky. This was a nice live cat, which is a lot happier to write about than the fried cats. That's the kind of thing where you go see stuff you no one else sees. That's interesting. It's like murder scenes, or I've witnessed a lot of executions, uh, more than anyone in the state, actually, especially now that we're not doing executions anymore. But um, I can think of one murder scene. The Dalt Hotel over here, uh, just a few blocks from here, uh, a while back a guy kind of went nuts and started shooting everyone up in the place. So I went over to cover it, and and, uh, an hour later, uh, after the guy had been caught, uh, the cops pulled down the yellow tape and left. So I walked in the lobby, and it was still absolutely coated with blood. I mean, when he shot everyone up, they exploded. It was, uh, it was a hell of a scene. And when you're walking around with blood on your shoes and you're looking at blood dripping off the walls and the ceiling, that's something no one else sees. And you get to see that because of your press pass. And it's not like you're... Uh, you know, it's not like you're a ghoul. It's just part of, part of. I like seeing every most intense part of life you can see, uh, and I like seeing it for real. That's why I re- I don't really like watching crime dramas on TV. It's like why have fun with something that's horrible? But if you're gonna see, uh, I think, I think I like doing intense stories because if you can actually see the worst of life. Uh, and try to explain it and try to understand it, uh, it makes you more able to handle your own life. Uh, when bad things happen, there's not a whole lot of bad things that can happen to me that are worse than what I've seen. Yeah, you appreciate being vertical, you know, and having all your limbs, having your brain. Things can always be worse, and they can be worse in a nanosecond. Kevin and I recorded in a cafe at the Chronicle Building in San Francisco. Please follow Storied San Francisco on Twitter and Instagram at StoriedSF. Our Facebook page is a great way to share your own stories and to talk with other members of the community. The page can be found at Storied San Francisco. Our website is storiedsf.com. 
If you'd like to email us, we can be reached at storiedsf at gmail.com. Music for the podcast is by Joe Begale. Thanks as always for listening. Check back next Tuesday for part two, when Kevin will share stories of covering the homeless in San Francisco. Yeah.